Hey everybody, thanks for taking the time to tune in to another episode of the Put This Rest Down podcast. We have another great episode for you today where we sit down with Jesse and we just talk about a lot of things, talk about communicating, being able to express to somebody that matters to you uh, when something's wrong, when something's going on, and just arriving to that place where you're able to say, hey, you know, I need to speak up or or things aren't going to get better. So it's a good conversation. We talk about that. We talk about a few other things and I don't want to give it all away for you, but uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode and it was a been a pleasure recording these and we just want to continue to do so so if it's something that you want to do let us know come on the show we'd be happy to have you and have a good talk so we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor and then we'll get started talk soon welcome to the show thank you for listening telling you half of the reason i even have these episodes is just so i can be exposed to new music because some of this shit is fresh so ladies and gentlemen i hope you guys are hanging in there welcome back to the put the stress down podcast we have another wonderful guest for you today ladies and gentlemen please welcome jesse to the show hi guys hi how are you doing Good. How are you? Fantastic. Fantastic. We're happy to have you. And uh, like I tell everybody before we get started, time is precious. And we appreciate you taking the time to do this because you could be doing anything else in the world. But you chose to sit down here with us and do some good. So we just want to first and foremost, thank you for that. Of course. So go ahead. Let's go ahead and let the people know a little bit about you. Let them know where you're from, um, kind of your situation, your family situation, what it was like for you growing up, if you had, you know, both parents or one parent or, you know, what was your story? Well, again, uh, name's Jesse Smalls. Um, so I actually grew up in the South Bay, not in San Francisco because I get that a lot. Um, it's actually <laughs> in Torrance. So I'm actually not too far from LA. Um, but, uh, you know, I have two parents and then my uh, two younger brothers. Um, everyone's still all healthy and good. Um, but yeah, we grew up grew up out in this area in Torrance. Nice. So you had both parents and you had, you said one brother or how many brothers and sisters? Two brothers. I have two younger brothers. So I'm the oldest out of two younger ones. Oh, okay. I got it. I got it. All right. So it's uh, so somebody that doesn't know you, um, let me describe mm-hmm. you. You're, you know, pr- pretty, pretty small. And I mean, I don't mean to be, you know, mean, I'm just saying, you know, you're pretty, <laughs> pretty small and uh, you were out there protesting and, and I mean, on the front line with, like a row of police. So, I mean, obviously you have a passion for equality and justice and, and, you know, the things that are going on. So is that, is that just something that has brewed in you as you've grown or when you were growing up with, were things like politics and race discussed with, with you, you know, with your parents or. Well, you know, in general, I think racism in general, like in general, overall, everyone deals with it one way or another. It's a matter of like how it affects you. Um, obviously recently during this whole weird time that we're living in, um, the reason I was, uh, in the thick of the protest, um, I'm personally a, uh, uh, I run my own um, store, um, and Santa Monica, which is where a lot of people apparently saw me was where I, uh, had a store at. And, at the time, I was more concerned about, like, the small businesses and, like, the establishments, like, 
I'm very prideful when it comes to like, um, like monuments and like things like that. Uh, so when I put myself in that situation, I didn't realize how much more chaotic it was when I was actually in the thick of everything. Um, and obviously I knew, you know, what was going on, uh, the events that led up to this, you know, unfortunate, but also needed kind of wake up call for everybody. Um, and then I realized at the end of the day, you can't, uh, judge someone by the way they protest, just like you can't judge someone by what kind of foods they eat or what stores that they shop at or what kind of pets they like. It's literally everyone has their own way of free speech and the way they want to express themselves. And me being in the thick of it, I actually was more on the front lines as the passing out waters and just being there to help, um, you know, people that have been out there like, you know, day in and day out. So I just more of like a support system, um, not trying, trying to promote like, you know, peaceful protests. Right. Um, but it wasn't easy. Uh, obviously in the beginning it was very dangerous. Uh, I won't lie. Obviously, there's, you know, feeds and a lot of it was in the news, but there's peaceful protests too. So it's just like a lot of, you know, the news now or like things that people talk about, they only want to talk about the bad things, but people don't realize it's, you know, it's, yeah, it is a movement, but at the same time, it's us just trying to make a point. Like at the end of the day, enough is enough. And unfortunately, it led up to this. Granted, we've been cooped up during quarantine, so you got people that are cooped up in quarantine oh, yeah. being out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, so oh, yeah, they're already that charged up. Aggression. Yeah, so I don't, I understand some of it I don't, I'm not happy with because it is what it is, but at the same time, like I said before, you can't judge someone uh, or you can't judge anyone by the way they protest, right. whether it's you know, in the front lines through social media, we'd be talking about it. Yeah. And I mean, I think, at that, but at like, let's break that down even further. Like people are going to do what they're going to do, whether, whatever, you know what I mean? Religion, protest, whatever, like it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like let them do that. As long as it's not hurting anyone, you know what I mean? Legitimately, you know, that's a different story, but I'm right. talking about, you know, let people live their lives. And there's, there's just such, we're in such a weird time. Like you said, where it's like everybody is in everybody else's shit. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And but I'm like, just during, like, like, that, that's a huge yeah. part of, of the problem. Yeah. That's the thing too, is just like, if it's not one thing, it's something else. Correct. When you think that something is over, it's not over. It's still going. Like, uh, I don't know if, like, obviously, with social media and such, uh, I love seeing it on my timeline, and sometimes, like, I'll repost it myself. If you start seeing your timeline getting back to normal, things aren't done. So this is this post is just to remind you that things aren't back to normal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we cannot go back to what it was before, if I'm being completely and brutally honest. Yeah, I know. I agree. I 100% agree because what we did before got us to where we are now. So why the hell would you continue that pattern? It makes absolutely no sense, you know, and it's as I have these conversations with more and more people, I'm seeing like, man, we're all pretty much on the same page. Where's the disconnect? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, what's the problem here? Because so many of us seem to agree, but, you know, constantly what, what we're shown is the opposite, you know? Right. Right. And it's just, it's, it's, it's hard because it's just, it's, it's crammed down your throat. You know what I mean? And like I asked, 
you know, what, what was it like for you growing up? Like I now with children, I had to sit my children down and explain these things to them, you know, sooner than I thought I would have. But, you know, I had to, I absolutely had to because they need to understand what's going on. You know what I mean? It's important. Yeah. I mean, growing up, like in general, like, uh, my family didn't talk a lot about like current events, maybe like, you know, the entertainment aspect of current events. Cause my parents used to work for uh, a magazine manufacturing company that did a lot of those, like, uh, those TV novellas, TV magazine time, like those kind of companies. So I kind of wasn't, uh, you know, uh, I got to see those things uh, on print. So like kind of like a uh, better newspaper, I guess per se, like it just, <laughs> you get to see everything. Yeah. Um, like current events. Like I remember when princess Diana died, I remember when, um, you know, Bill Clinton had that scandal, like all those like kind of like newsworthy, unfortunately nowadays newsworthy current events at those times. So yeah. they would like briefly talk about like things that are happening in the world or in the entertainment world in that sense. But, um, when it came to like real, like maybe like things that like maybe became the war, like when the whole Bin Laden thing and like, you know, stuff like that, like George W. Bush is like being like shady, like all those things, like those documentaries at those times, um, they talked about it, but then again, it's like, a, it's all about like, uh, educating yourself, not just by, you know, magazine prints, like there's books out there, oh, there's yeah. other articles and newspapers and such. So when I was younger, like granted, I only had that as like my form of like getting knowledge or learning and then obviously being in school. Um, but you know, during this weird time that I probably will say quite often throughout this. Is, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's just, when it, I was, it really is weird. It's yeah. Like it's just, it's kind of, you know, I am not trying to say that we needed this to happen, but something obviously wasn't, good before and now we're making changes for it some of them is a little extreme like i i will admit but yeah. at the same time like it's much needed yeah it, it yeah. almost i want to um, say felt feels like a hard reset right yeah exactly like a quick, like, when you uh, reach like, quit yeah you're like wait yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. and you're just like wait a second <laughs> wait a second wait a second like i just what the hell just happened like let, let me back up and try to see where i went wrong you know what i mean that's kind of what i feel like Exactly. Yeah. Um, so during the time of, uh, you know, with George Floyd's death and like Breonna Taylor and like everybody that was like coming up as like, you know, um, that we needed to educate ourselves against racism and yes, you know, black lives matters, but like the whole, like, you know, taboo of, um, all lives matter. Me talking about that with my family, I got mixed, mixed, um, responses. Right. Yes, they understood and they know that it's unfortunate. But again, um, unfortunately, and I actually saw this recently um, on an article that I read, even though COVID and racism is happening, unfortunately, the way that our society is, if it's not personally affecting you, then it doesn't really affect you. Correct. And that, that kind of stuck with me after reading that article. And I was just like, dang, that is true, unfortunately. However, just because it's not happening to you doesn't mean that you can't be a voice. Doesn't mean you can't do something different in your everyday or, you know, just around you, like affecting people, especially if, like if you are still going to work and stuff like that. Like, 
Right. Just doing those little things. Yeah. To become a better human. Like, why not? You know what I mean? What's the downside there? I don't understand. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's hard for me because, and I say that now where I'm at, but I haven't always been in this headspace. You know what I mean? So like 10 years ago, I'd probably be right on board, but now I'm just so like, I'm so filled with love and the exact opposite of what I see that I'm just like, I can't process all of, all of these actions, you know what I mean? Because I just, you know, how do you treat someone like that? Like, how do you break someone down like that? That's, that's going to last an entire lifetime and a generation after that, you know what I mean? So, you know, I don't like to play with people like that, you know what I mean? So what was it like growing up for you? Like when it came to emotions, cause obviously, you know, I'm an emotional guy. So when, what was that like growing mm-hmm. up? Because you know, I know, like for me, like in a Mexican household, you know, it's it's not that it's discouraged, but it's not, you know, it's not the first thing that comes to mind when you think of the Mexican culture. You know, it's just kind of, hey, you know, take a second, clean yourself up, and, and let's let's go. But you know, was it different for you in your household? And was it different? You know, were you did you see a difference between, you know, the way it was handled with you and your brothers? Well, so since I'm like the only girl, you would think like. I'd be spoiled, which I was when I was younger. Um, But going into my teen years, uh, you know, I obviously had the rebellion bug and definitely was all about like, you know, F authority and, you know, F the system. People are like very outspoken in that sense. And unfortunately my parents (laughs) couldn't deal with that. So for a minute, like during my high school years, um, I did actually live with my grandparents for that duration. So my grandparents are actually my second um, parents, and they definitely raised me through my adolescence, which I am forever grateful for. And um, they're both unfortunately not with me um, anymore, but um, they definitely took care of me and kind of like they helped me graduate and all that good stuff. So as far as like when it came to, you know, answering the question of like emotion, I definitely didn't show a lot of emotion until I got older. Um, but growing up, that wasn't really something I was able to express or they just didn't understand it and or they just didn't want to take the time to understand it. And that just goes for myself and also for my brothers. Um, but now, like, as I'm older, um, you know, like, I'm in my 30s. So it's like now, like, being able to communicate that more and being a better communicator whether it's something little or something like, you know, big, I'm able to still like express like emotion and or like if something's bothering me, um, you know, to communicate that. But uh, I just, yeah, growing up, it was a little bit different because I definitely was a rebellion child in the black sheep of the family. Um, But at the same time, I was able to learn from that and realize, oh, dang, I was being a little punk. I don't want to be that person anymore. This is this is how I'm going to be a better communicator and be a better contributor to society at that point. Because it's obviously those kind of relationships do start in the home, and then I'm going to be that person out in public. So I don't want to be that brat. You know what I mean? Yeah. So w- when did those things kind of click for you? Because I realized, like, you know, a lot of the anger, a lot of the angst and things that, that I dealt with, you know, as I got older, I realized, like, damn, I was wrong. You know what I mean? And, and I can admit that. Or now I, you know, I can't be mad at this person or this person because now as an adult, I understand that. And for me, it was like right when I turned 30, like, boom, everything just kind of clicked for me. So when did things kind of open up for you? Or what was it that kind of made you 
finally decide to, you know, let me take a step back and evaluate all of this and see, you know, what's what. Because that's, that's a big step. A lot of people, you know, won't get there for a long time. Right. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm like at the ultimate level. No, no, I'm no, never, never to. that. No, that's, yeah, that's crystal clear. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, the listeners know that. That's, we always admit that we're nowhere near the top. We're just, you know, we're a little, just in a peg ahead. You know what I mean? That's all. Yeah. I think a lot of it is, if I really like hone down on it, I think it's the relationships that I put myself into or involve myself in, which is how I wanted to, I guess I was molding myself into the person that I should be. Um, A lot of it had to do with self-love because apparently when you're in your teenage years, yeah, you kind of are vain or you do love yourself and you think your shit don't stink. But at the same time, it probably does and you just don't realize it until you actually do a look back. Like, you know, like you throw back those days and you're like, what the hell was I thinking during (laughs) that time? Oh, yeah. We all look at You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so it's just, like, it's it's fun, though. Don't get me wrong. It's very nostalgic. But then it, it reminds you, like, dang, if I knew what I knew now, I'm going to tell that person, hey, you need to, like, do this instead or be like this instead. Um, but, again, we don't have a time machine right. yet. So we'll see what happens. But, <laughs> but uh, I, like I said, it, it had to do a lot with the relationships I put myself in. Because, um, you know, when you're... Like specifically with like, uh, um, like, you know, significant other relationships. Right. So obviously like you're being a couple or you're being in a partnership and you're learning to be a couple together. Um, and that took a lot of me trialing an era of like different personalities that I was really, really compatible with, or I really, really wasn't compatible with. But then I realized the type of person that I wanted to be and, you know, how I wanted to communicate and how I wanted to express if something was bothering me or something that I, you know, enjoyed. I wanted people to know, um, but also helped with like, you know, my relationships with my friends, like the people that are still around um, to this day um, with me, you know, they, they are definitely personalities that, you know, understand me a lot more because of the way that I communicate. And I keep saying that because I really think in any aspect wherever you are in your life, if you don't say it, no one will know. We're not all mind readers. Nope. I'm sure there's a bunch out there, you know, the intuits and everything. But if you don't speak on it, nothing can happen. No, no change can happen or you can improve. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, exactly. I, I know that, you know, and I just, I've experienced that, you know what I mean, firsthand a lot of times where like, I, I know like, Hey, this person's mad about this because they think it's this. And then I talk to them and, and they're like, Oh, it's cause I thought this. And I'm like, but it's not even close to that. You know what I mean? So if we just take the time <laughs> to have a, a two second convo, you know what I mean? Like, Hey man, is everything chill? Like what, what's good? Like, well, this is what it is. You know what I mean? And then, and even if it was that you can, that then at least opens the door to be like, well, yeah, it was that, but let me tell you why it, it fucked with me. You know what I mean? And boom, it, it's it's exactly. ju- just like that, deflated, and, and you walk away from those kind of conversations, I mean, 10 times fucking better than you did when you sat down. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's exactly to go off of what you said. If you know the root, because a lot of the times when we have either a disagreement or something that is bothering us, we let it, you know, queue up or build up from that point, right? So then when we do blow up or we do have like 
something that happens that's not favorable, it's like, whoa, where did this come from? But again, the whole thing is trial and error. If you just nip it in the butt, even if it's something you're uncomfortable talking about, you got to say it. Because if you don't say it, you're just going to let that build up or you're going to, uh, the expression, what, uh, sweep it under the rug and it's always going to be there. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that's, that's been a huge growth process for my wife and I, because, you know, we both can be petty, you know what I mean? We both can say, (laughs) we both can say, Hey, what's wrong? You know, what's wrong? Nothing. And then turn the TV volume up to 75. You know what I mean? And be like, Oh, is that too loud? You know what I mean? We all know how to be like that, but that's, we try to put the brakes on that shit super quick and be, you know, (laughs) but sometimes you can't, sometimes you can't and you need a minute and and you, and, but, but Don't just, you know, turn, I can't just turn my back on her and expect her to understand (laughs) that, hey, I just need a minute and I'll be cool without saying that. So I have to tell her, hey, babe, I just look, I need a minute, not right now, but we'll, we'll, we'll break it down. But right now I just need time. You know what I mean? And that, yeah, we're still upset because we haven't talked about it yet, but at least she knows where I'm at. You know what I mean? And that sets the stage for later. And again, not perfect, not anywhere near the finish line, just little, little bits no. and pieces that we're finding and that we're trying to share with people. See, and that's the whole point too. Like you're able in general for the example that you gave, like because you're able to say, Hey, I need a minute. A lot of people won't do that. Right. Cause I, I'm definitely one of those people too. Like, especially when I'm at work and there's like a million things happening around me. I try to talk everything because that's just the type of person that I am. Yeah. Um, I definitely like keeping busy and keep doing things. Um, and I like fixing everything that anyone has for me. So the moment that I'm able to say, Hey, I need a second or Hey, I need a, I need to take a quick 15, give me a second and then I'll come back and answer your question or, you know, help you out with this or whatever. The fact that you're able or in general, if people are able to say, Hey, I need a second, but we'll talk about it. Can you give me the second? That speaks volumes, and that's the first step, you know. Yeah, yeah, and again, it took a very, very, very long time to get here. You know what I mean? I'm talking decades to get here, but <laughs> j- just like people won't understand if you don't say nothing, things are not going to get better if you don't do anything. You know, if you're not taking steps to get better, if you don't say, "This is what's killing me. I have to stop." You know, I just passed. 10 years uh, alcohol free and it, you know, it's a one day at a time, you know what I mean? But thank you. But but I, I knew, I knew I couldn't lie to anybody. I couldn't pretend. I knew that it was killing me. You know what I mean? I was actively using it to kill myself and I knew that. And it wasn't until I admitted that, that I was able to fucking take the first step and, and start to get better. You know what I mean? Never perfect, never perfect, but better. Yeah. As long as you, I mean, as long as you acknowledge that and you're doing something about it now, it's better late than never. You know what I mean? Um, I definitely agree with that. Especially with everything that's going on in the world right now, it's better late than never. It's better that you educate yourself now than never. Or, you know, then you're just going to be like everybody else with, oh, because it doesn't affect me or it doesn't apply to me, then it doesn't matter. 
that's not true. It, it, it'll affect everybody. Yeah. It, it, it yeah, it's a definitely a domino effect. It affects everybody. You know what I mean? But we, a lot of us and me included, we just, sometimes it's a selfish thinking, you know, and we think, well, I'm mad or I'm upset or I'm unhappy. So I need everybody around me to be unhappy as well. You know what I mean? I don't understand why that is. I just know that sometimes <laughs> I feel that way. You know what I mean? And it's, yeah. you have to learn to identify that it's, it's hard. It's very hard, you know, and, and I slip and I slip all the time, you know what I mean? Cause it's easy yeah. for me to tell you this right now in this mindset, but in a different headspace, there's, I'm gone. I'm out the window. You know what I mean? So, but, right. but it's gotten better. You know what I mean? Because I, I try my best to in those moments as, as fast as they are to say, what's really going on? Like, what are you really tripping on? You know what I mean? Like, is it yeah. worth it? Is it going to be worth what you're about to do? And a hundred percent of the time, the answer is no. You know what I mean? And, and so, you know, it's just, again, it's just growth. You know what I mean? That, that you have to work on it. There's no microwave method. There's no overnight success. It's, it's a, a grind every single day, you know? And I think people will, can look at you, you know, and, and look at your Instagram, your coworkers or your friends, even your family and say, Oh man, look, she's got such a great life and she's got friends and family and she's at the beach and the sun and the surf. And she doesn't know anything about loneliness or depression or anxiety, you know, that that's the mentality that, that we have today. But I mean, I think you can agree that that's not true. You know, the highlight reel isn't what your life is all the time. Right. Um, I think that's the beauty of social media. And I think, um, you know, during quarantine and the start of it in March, we've come to realize that these social influencers, it, with my air quotes, I've been talking. You <laughs> I know, can see them. I can see them. Um, they, you know what I mean? Like, it's literally you realize, oh, yeah, they strived at being out there and kind of showing a lifestyle or a life that we may or may not can have. But at the same time, during quarantine, they weren't doing jack shit. Like, their content was very stale or repetitive because they had nothing else to talk about because they actually really didn't have anything to talk about. Right. Yes, it's entertainment. And yes, I understand that that, that, that is their form of, like, livelihood. You know, I'm not going to stock anybody for making their coin however they need to however for influencers that are supposed to you know speak on impact and like things that are happening in the world really weren't a lot of people weren't unfortunately involved in the way that you would think they would be and you know that definitely that's that's the thing with social media um you know you see it one thing but it's like something completely different some people do it for photography. Some people because they want to show every little thing that they're doing in that day or what they're eating in that day or who they're with in that day. For sure. Um, and then, you know what I mean? Me personally, it's just a catalog of kind of like things and moments that I want to remember um, that I, you know, again, everyone has their own reason. But for me personally, I have my Instagram for, you know, seeing what my friends are doing and seeing what family's doing also seeing celebrities and people that I like what right. they're doing. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, you know, what people post, you know, it's on the internet. It's going to be there. Even if you post it and then delete it, someone probably screenshotted that or oh, it's in yeah. there somewhere. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. it is what it is, but it's just like, it's just funny when people like, you know, hide or like, delete things. It's just like, well, you know, it's kind of been out there. So it was important at that moment. And you know, for, for me personally, it's just uh, a lot of it's just a catalog of things I want to remember 
or the headspace that I was in in that moment. Like yeah. a lot of the times that I post something. Yeah, which is good. You know what I mean? It's very healthy. You know, sometimes it's just good to, to pull up those images. You know, like my grandma, who I miss very much, who's passed. You know what I mean? I try to post our picture on her birthday. You know what I mean? And that's not for anybody else. You know what I mean? It's just my tribute to her. It makes me feel good. I don't care exactly. who likes it. I don't care who says anything on it. You know what I mean? No disrespect to anybody. I'm just saying exactly. it's what I yeah. do because it's what makes me feel good. You know what I mean? And yeah, like sometimes I go down the rabbit hole. You know what I mean? And I start looking at all this crazy stuff. But for the most part, I mean, like mm-hmm. definitely for us, when you go to Extended Families Instagram, you're never going to see no negative stuff. You know what I mean? You can, And it don't matter how far back you go. You know, that it's not what we're about because it's not what we're trying to put out. You know, we're trying to do some good and, you know, we're we're on there. You know, I'm on there. I try to get on there as much as I can and just, you know, share even if just yeah. a minute long message and you get tell people good morning. Hey, how you doing? How are you? You know, you got this and spread that positivity. But there's, you know, uh, behind all of that, there is still a broken man. You know what I mean? A, a man that struggles, a man that yeah. that took an hour to build up the courage to to put that video out you know what i mean and that's what people need to understand is that we all go through it we're all fucked up you know what i mean i in my worst moments i am not the man that you know you know what i mean because we all go through it it's not just me it's everybody yeah um i totally know what you mean uh i personally experienced um a lot of loss in the last couple years um and it's constant, but it's funny because uh, my um, managers at my uh, where I work right now, uh, they actually told me recently that they're impressed with all the chaos that's happening in my life, how I'm able to still grind on and still have a positive outlook and or be positive for others, even though I'm like hurting inside. And I don't like show that. If you know me, obviously, you do know that a little bit about me, that I, you know, dark and twistiness of myself. However, I don't project that or I don't, you know, use that as, like, my ammo for, you know, people to talk to me or, like, you know, whatever thing that attracts those kind of people. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess it's, like, I kind of am a good pretender. But at the same time, um, it's kind of like something that I'm working on for myself. Um, I don't want to be like, you know, uh, sad or broken or, you know, feeling lost. But the loss that I've um, experienced, I just, I unfortunately haven't recovered and I'm still trying to, you know, keep going forward, but it's just really hard. And I totally get it. And it doesn't help with everything that's going on right now for individuals that are feeling that or even more trapped inside themselves and not able to express it or, you know, voice it out. Um, because I'm a, I'm a huge uh, show goer. Like I used to go to a lot of EDM shows. I used to go to a lot of like Devil Wears Potter shows. The day that, oh my God, sorry. <laughs> no, no, excited, go ahead. Yeah, but yeah. like the day, the day that the pandemic, like we, we went on shutdown, I was supposed to go see Dance Gavin Dance that night, and I literally was crying my eyes out. I was so devastated. And for me, going to shows was my form of outlet to, to let loose, to be out and about. Yes, I'm obviously in public, but like that was my opportunity to just be like in like a headspace and in a mode and just let, let out everything that was going on in that week or that day. 
And the fact that that was unfortunately taken away, oh my goodness, it was so sad. So sad inside. Yeah. And it's, I mean, because it's, it's a big part of, of your mental health, you know what I mean? And that's why, you know, uh, yeah. some other people are into goofy shit. You know what I mean? Whatever. You want a live yeah. action role play? Handle it, doggy. You can use my yard. If that's, yeah. if that's what you're into, exactly. handle it. Because when I go to those shows, <laughs> I know I don't, it doesn't matter. I can pick anyone in there. I know that the person next to me is going through some shit. I don't need to know them to know that. But I also know that in this moment, when I'm singing at that stage and that singer's looking in my eyes and I'm looking in his and I got my arm around this fucking stranger (laughs) who I've never met before, (laughs) we fucking understand each other right now. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's that's what people don't, may not understand. And that's why I have these conversations. That's why I give you guys this platform because we, you know, I have my own episodes, you know what I mean? This ain't about me. This, these episodes are about you, you know what I mean? So I'm glad that you use that example, you know, so people know, like, you know, it, it it's yeah. these things, we've lost these things, you know what I mean? And, and we get it. Yeah. I understand there's much larger loss and all that. I get, we're not discounting any of that, but we're just saying for us, this is a yeah. part of our life and it was <laughs> a part of our life, you know, that helps. So, I, you know, I, I was stoked because Newfound Glory did a concert like last week and you had to buy a ticket to get in. It was like oh. 10 bucks. It's like a $10 live stream. Yeah. And so I did it, but then someone like created a Zoom and they just like invited people. So like 20 or 30 of us were in the Zoom Aww. and we were watching the show and it was just cool. It was a, a so good, good, you know what I mean? It, it, it was really good. And like all the people there were in that headspace, you know what I mean? Where we were all like, this shit yeah. is whack. We can't leave our rooms. But look, we're all in our room together, you know what I mean? And we're singing along and we're hype and we're we're just living, you know what I mean? Because that helps. Exactly. Yeah, no, definitely. I know Under Oath is doing a live stream. I think next week. So for sure going to be on that one. But I mean, the live streams, yes, they're great. And I, I greatly appreciate all these artists that like are, you know, still creating content and music to help us out through these weird times. But at the same time, I think it's uh, the whole, like actually being in, you know, a place. I think that is also a huge um, thing that people are still trying to understand, like, or not get like why we're not doing those things right now. It's because of the freaking pandemic that's going on. Like, are you serious? Like, like, COVID is still a real thing. Like, people just don't realize. But because we're not being careful or we're not trying to be better citizens of society, like, unfortunately, things are still getting pushed back. Yeah, I get phase three is, like, happening. But, like, again, like, we still need to be careful. That doesn't mean it's gone. It's still here, you know? Yeah, no, I know. Definitely. Just because you're over it doesn't mean it's gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm over it. I'm way, I'm super, I was over it a month ago, but I need to do what I need to do. And that's a big thing too. Like, look, you have to understand, sir or ma'am, you are not, well, why do I have to wear my mask just to go to Walmart for five seconds? Because you're dealing with someone that has been working for 12 hours, that has dealt with 5,000 customers coming in from who knows what house. So you're doing that for him so that he doesn't get that and then spread that on to the next person. Like it's it's not about us right now. It's about, you know, the population as a whole. Yeah, it's definitely. It's just, again, it'll reach people and they'll hear it. But at the same time, unfortunately, because it doesn't necessarily apply to them or affect them in that personal sense, you know, it's not going to, you know, reach them in time. But it will. 
eventually and one day it will. It may not be right now. It may not be later or tomorrow or in the next couple months. But one day it will. And for once, we'll all be like on the same page. And I'm, I'm definitely excited for when that happens. Yeah, I'm an optimist as well. And, and, I, and I fully believe that too. You know what I mean? It's just, it's been crazy, you know. And in the midst of all this, again, like we said, besides the pandemic, besides the unrest that's going on, all the civil unrest, we're all dealing with our own things. You know what I mean? I don't need, again, I don't need you to tell me that you're dealing with something right now. I know you are because I am too every single day, right. every minute, every minute of every day, you know, and I, people tell me all the time, you know, because my episodes are about my PTSD and my time in combat and things like that. And it's, it's always just, man, I, you know, I, I, I don't know what that's like. I can't imagine what that's like to have gone through and they can't, but, Right. Losing a sibling, losing my father, losing my mother, uh, losing my best friend, losing my job unexpectedly. These things, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't know what that's, I don't know what that pain is like. I don't know what it's like to wake up every day and they're not here no more. I, you know what I mean? There's people yeah. that are dealing with that t- today, you know, yesterday, fresh. And you can't just expect yeah. everybody to smile when you want to smile. You know, you have to respect that. And that's how I try my best to operate. Am I always successful? No, but I try my best to be a good man everywhere I go, to be kind, to be polite, to be gentle, because I don't know what the next man or woman is going through. Exactly. It's definitely something to remember. And I always try to remember that, especially because I personally work in a retail environment. And I really think that, any retail person will know you're kind of like a personal therapist also for customers because sometimes you get customers that are super irate. Sometimes you get customers that know exactly what they want. They want in and out. You know what I mean? You don't, you never know who you're going to get when you meet them. But at the same time, you don't know how they woke up that morning or how they, their parking spot when they got to, you know, your store or whatever. Um, those are like little things that you don't know. And at the end of the day, killing them with kindness is the only thing that you really can offer. Yeah. And it, and it's not a bad offering if we're being honest, you know what I mean? And it's, I've, I've experienced it firsthand where someone, you know, was sour and I came in with that kindness, ultra heavy. Cause that's what I do. And by the <laughs> end of it, you know what I mean? They were like, Hey, you know, I'm sorry the way I started. And I'm just like, no, no, no. You know what I mean? Like, it's all good, man. Like I get it. You know what I mean? I get it. And, and that's all that needs to be said for me. You know what I mean? Just cause that I don't need them to yeah. apologize. I understand, you know? So again, and again, you know, it, there's a balance. I'm not just going to let somebody walk up to me and spit in my face. That's a different story. But, you know, if I, I, I try to be a better person, to recognize the situation, to, to say, hey, you know, I know that this morning it took everything I had to get out of my bed. You know what I mean? Because I felt like I wasn't worth the sheets on this bed. Like I didn't deserve to even be alive. You know what I mean? But But somehow I did it and I got up and I'm here. You know what I mean? But nobody knows that. Nobody knows that. But that's true. I mean, at the end of the day, like everyone, you know, going through their own battles, whether they're good or bad or things that they're, you know, almost to the finish line for. But, you know, as long as it's, I mean, a lot of it's empathy. Some people, you know, wear it on their sleeves, you know, and then others kind of like it's like a positive empathy. But as long as we are able to 
you know, show that, especially during these times, it will definitely speak volumes in the long run. And I think that's what a lot of people need right now is just someone to listen, someone just to, like, send them a good morning text or, uh, like, uh, checking in on your phone call, maybe even liking a post or, like, commenting on it or, like, sending an inside joke. Like, I think everyone everywhere needs something like that. And I'm sure we're getting that, but it's, like, everyone's love language is a little different. But I think right now because of, like, everything that's happening, like, you know, social distancing and all that, not being able to, like, meet in big, you know, groups, like, those little things, unfortunately, what we need right now. Yeah, I think those those tiny little gestures, I mean, legit, those will change someone's entire day, sometimes multiple days. You know what I mean? Just just a little act of kindness. It can really change someone's day, like for the better. Just just like, you know, a sour ass negative comment can fuck them up for the worse, you know? So again, you know, <laughs> exactly. I, I, I know what it's like. I know what depression is like. I know what what it's all like. You know what I mean? So I don't assume anything about anyone you know what i mean i just know hey look if if i'm going through this i can rest assured that with the billions and billions of people on this bitch someone else is going through it too and i don't know who so i'm just gonna treat it like minesweeper and you know tread lightly (laughs) i hated that game (laughs) (laughs) but you know i was talking about i legit hated that game yeah i knew exactly what you're talking about but yeah no i totally get it um at the end of the day, like, I know that we're all different people and we all walk different paths and, you know, sections. And it's great that when we do hit that fork and we do meet, it's like, oh, wow, like, I actually vibe with you. That's really cool. I would have never thought. And that's, like, the beauty of, you know, being human is having those interactions. I know being human kind of sucks, though, sometimes. However, <laughs> having, you know what I mean? Like, it just, it just sucks. Like, we're literally the only creatures of this planet that have to pay to live whereas like we have if you have pets and such they're not working unless they have an instagram then you know then you're making you know paper for them but you know what i mean like yeah. we're literally the like only creatures of this planet that have to live or like have to work to live and you know i get it and it's just amazing how even though we're different there's still something that we all have like in common and yeah. I think that's really cool. And I'm I'm very appreciative of those random people that I had the opportunity to meet or that are in my life by that. And it's just like, I think people just have to remember or like not be so timid of like meeting people either. And I know it's tough and I know it's scary. You can't trust everybody. And that's definitely, you know, we grew up not, you know, talking to strangers kind of such. But at the end of the day, like, just by you having this like platform for everybody to, you know, speak on it, I think it's going to reach somebody and they've probably realized or after listening, they're going to be like, Oh dang, like where has this been all my life? Or what other like, you know, podcasts are similar to this. So I can also, you know, find these people and stuff like that. Like that's the beauty of like what, you know, this movement, and I, I'm calling it a movement because it's just, it's something that we all need in general. Um, and I'm really appreciative that, you know, there's all these different outlets, whether it's talking on a podcast or, you know, writing a blog or posting something on your social media. Like, it's, I, it's great. Whether you agree with it or not, I still think it's great. 
Yeah, no, definitely. And and it also helps. Like it helps. It's been helpful, you know, to get me through this pandemic and these rough times. Like talking about it has made it a lot easier for me to deal with, you know, and, and it's been healthy for me. And I also found like exercise, you know, physical activity like that makes me <laughs> feel good, too. You know, what I mean, I fucking hate running, but yeah. I love the way I feel after. You know what I mean? So it's like <laughs> those things have helped. Me, you know? So what what has been the best thing for you? Like what's helped you mentally? Because I know, you know. It's just, it's been a lot. I just know it has. So what's, what are some of like the best things for you that just help you? I know you said you write and, and stuff like that. So what else? Yeah. I mean, uh, I listen to a lot of music, um, a lot of music. Uh, and I definitely appreciate when, you know, these artists that I do follow or that, you know, have been listening to since like middle school are still cranking out, like, new music, like, it makes me happy. Oh, yeah, it's the best. It's the best. They're trying, they're trying to speak, yeah, you know what I mean? And, you know, music definitely has been getting me through these weird times. Um, and I have two cats, so those, those guys definitely keep me entertained. Um, but yeah, like, honestly, uh, I'm very extroverted that I come to realize during this pandemic. <laughs> and, I do put myself in a lot of social situations, um, but uh, I realize also, like, I thoroughly, and I mentioned this earlier, but I, I thoroughly enjoy working. Like, I'm a workaholic, so I'm constantly, like, working. I know I should have a work-life balance, but at the same time, like, I thoroughly enjoy it, and it keeps my mind off of things, unfortunately, especially with, you know, the things that I'm dealing with and the stuff that's happening around me that I unfortunately have no control over. Um, but that's been definitely keeping me busy um, and occupied. Um, so yeah. Like, and that's, and that's that fine. Time. You know, if that's, that, if that's what it is, if that's what's helping you, then that's okay. You know what I mean? Again, we need to get out of this idea that, well, you should be here by now, or you should, you know, you should be, you should be over <laughs> yeah. this by now. Like, come on now. You know what I mean? Like, no, like you don't, Tell me how I should feel at any time. I don't have that right to tell that to anybody, not my wife, not my children. They're not my property. I can't tell them how to feel. You know what I mean? So we have to respect everybody's journey and say, hey, you know, this, I'm not really concerned with where you think I should be. This is where I am and this is how I'm getting through it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So just respect that. You know, as long as it's healthy, of course, yeah. you know, if you're I'm, shooting heroin into your veins. I mean, I'm, I'm going to try to help you to, you know what I mean? I don't think you should be doing that. You know, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just, you know, because yeah. I, I try, I try not to generalize statements because you, there's always somebody that's going to be like, whoa, you know, so I should probably stop paying attention no, yeah, to those for guys, sure. but, you know. Again, at the end of the day, people are going to do what they want to do. And if that's what makes them feel fulfilled, so be it. Maybe it's not how I would feel fulfilled but again you know to each their own but yeah like whatever anyone's doing um and I do like you know ask the same question to like my friends or my coworkers. I'm like oh what did you do during this like you know pandemic or while you're like stay at home and stuff like that and you know it's, it's nice to hear like you know they're trying different things which is a great opportunity but at the same time you know there's still people that probably aren't really telling the whole truth and that's totally fine too but as long as, you know, I'm making known, hey, I'm here, I see you, and I hear you, that's the best that I can do, especially during this time. 
to anyone. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. You know, again, that's why I give, I'm giving this platform to everybody, you know, to give anybody and everybody who wants to come on. It doesn't matter. I don't care, you know, what race you are, what dialect you are, where you're from, what you do for work. I don't care. I want to talk to you. You know what I mean? And I want to sit here. And if no one else in your entire life sits here and listens to you talk, at least I did it. You know what I mean? And and to me, that's going to go a long way. You know what I mean? So I, I thank you so much for doing this again. You know, time is precious. So I appreciate you taking the time out to do this. And just to wrap up, I mean, you know, what do you want to see as we go forward? I mean, a, a peace and harmony, you know what I mean? That's what I want to see. But, you know, what is it that you want to see as we go forward just as a people? I mean, at the end of the day, um, as I said earlier, we're going to do what we want. A lot of the things that we're going to do, most people aren't going to agree or see that side. But it's a matter of making sure you're educated and you know what you're talking about and what you're fighting for. Just because you saw it on one post doesn't mean that it's edible. Or just because you read it in one article, that means it's the truth. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I think the biggest thing that we need to do as people is really need to educate ourselves. Reading a book is, you know, still like, you know, kind of old school and definitely one of those that still has like a library of books um, in my place. But, you know, articles are, you know, less than 180 page or 80 words. So it's not that bad to like, you know, read a little bit or just, you know, have different knowledge from different um, writers out there. Um, that are trying to educate us or get shed light. Same thing with, you know, you know, Netflix has, um, you know, videos and documentaries and there's so many different outlets, like YouTube's free, so it's like you can find that stuff. Um, but I think, you know, what I'm hoping for and what we're going to do moving forward is really, like, learn. We need to relearn a lot of things. And, and it's okay to talk about things that are uncomfortable. Like, that's what I'm really hoping for. Because if it's uncomfortable, then that means we should talk about it. We should make it known. Yeah, I agree 100%. I mean, I can't think of nowhere to better, uh, wait, better way to wrap up. So uh, go ahead and give, if you've got any <laughs> social media plugs or anything you want to, you you know, you want to shout out, you can do that if you want. Yeah, if you guys want to follow me or say hi on Instagram, um, it's Jesse Smalls uh, with two I's. Um, so J-E-S-S-I-I-E Smalls. Um, on Instagram. There you go. Thanks so much again, and we hope you'll do it again. Thank you. Thank you. See you next time. Today the world is gonna do me right. The sun rising in my head until I just can't believe my eyes. There you go, guys. Another special episode. We hope you enjoyed the show. As we continue to do these, we hope you continue to enjoy them. We hope they do some good. We hope they're making you feel a little bit better. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Put the Stress Down Podcast and check us out on Twitter at PTSD Pod.